What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. If you're looking for the normal Monday episode, just go back one in the feed. I am your host, Movie Mike, recording this minute after watching the Oscars. And even if you didn't watch the Oscars, if you've been on social media at all over the last 12 hours, you saw the big moment that happened, the one that had everybody tweeting, everybody posting about Will Smith and Chris Rock. If you missed it, it's weird that I'm going to get into this before I get into all the winners, but this was the biggest moment, the most talked about moment. Ironic that maybe 30, 45 minutes before this, I said the moment of the night was Megan Thee Stallion coming out and performing on We Don't Talk About Bruno and how wrong I was, how poorly that tweet aged. But here is the moment that happened after Chris Rock made the joke. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh. Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith. Oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here. So that is the censored version of what happened. If you follow me on Twitter or see maybe somebody else reposted the version from the Japanese broadcast, it left all the cursing in there. And as I was watching it, I think like other people, you kind of think in that moment, was that real? Was that staged? And you do see Will Smith laugh at first at the joke. And then afterwards, as he's walking up, even, you know, smirks a little bit after he punches Chris Rock in the face. Real to me, and I think to everybody else, is when he started yelling. And in that clip, in in the actual broadcast, you didn't hear any of that because they dropped the delay, they muted the audio. 
but you could read on his, you know, <laughs> what he was saying. And he seemed genuinely upset, genuinely angry. Chris Rock made the joke. Jada Pinkett Smith suffers from a hair loss condition. So that's what led to that. So knowing that, was it a bad joke to make? Yes. Did it warrant what Will Smith did? No. On that biggest stage, knowing the entire world is watching, knowing that within seconds, everybody's going to see this image and immediately take away anything that happens the rest of the night and only associated with that, taking away everything what your role meant in that movie, everything that movie symbolized, and reducing it to you hitting another person because you couldn't control your emotions. So yes, it didn't seem 100% real in the moment, but now we've seen the details and everything that has emerged just doesn't feel right. And as I'm watching this, I found it very hard to enjoy the Oscars and everybody else winning afterwards because like probably everybody else was Googling, was looking up tweets, was seeing how what was going on behind the scenes in between that commercial break. Will's publicist coming out, Denzel going over to talk to Will. And then the weird moment that he's still nominated for best actor and he is the one that I predicted to win it was supposed to be a big moment I did a whole thing in my my pre-show on my Instagram of like like I could visualize that moment of him winning did not visualize this and he went on to win for best actor and then delivered this speech Denzel said to me a few minutes ago he said at your highest moment be careful that's when the devil comes for you I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, this is a beautiful moment. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying for winning a, an award. It's not, it's not about winning an award for me. It's about being able to shine light on all of the people, Tim and, and Trevor and Zach and Sanaya and Demi and Ingenue and the entire cast and crew of King Richard and Venus and Serena, the, the entire Williams family. For me now, as much as I was before the show wanting him to win, wanting him to get his best actor, first ever Oscar, I will no longer have that moment or that memory of him winning for the first time and having that big triumphant moment in his career that, I mean, he's been wanting forever, has been nominated for Ali before, has been nominated for The Pursuit of Happiness, but hasn't won an Oscar. But now that's not what people are going to talk about. We're not even going to look back at King Richard and remember his performance in that movie. The performance now of his career, we're only going to remember this moment. So I don't know what to expect in the hours and the days that follow after this, it just created such a weird vibe in the award show after that happened and them having to address it. But for that to happen before and then for him to go up and accept it and give that speech, he was very emotional, apologized, but also didn't say anything about Chris Rock, didn't really you know, say anything specifically about him punching him. So what a moment. And I... 
was talking about in my, I did a live Instagram before the award show, like the afternoon before. And before that, somebody in the Q&A asked me what my favorite Oscars moment was before. And the only one I could think of in that moment was the Ellen selfie. And now this is like way beyond the Ellen selfie, way beyond the mix up in the envelopes. This is what we're all going to remember from this award show. But anyway, that's enough about that. Let's talk about who won Best Picture last night. It went to Coda. I am happy that I got this one wrong. I thought it was going to be Power of the Dog. I did see, interestingly enough, the day of the awards, Vegas put Coda at winning for Best Picture, and they went on to win. I think that film deserved to win. Such a great story. If you haven't seen that one yet, now that it's won Best Picture, I think without a doubt, you have to go check that one out. One of my favorite moments was Best Supporting Actor, Troy Katsur, who won for Coda going up to give his speech. Really special moment in the show. It was cool to see Coda make history at the Oscars. Lead actress went to Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which was a bit surprising to me. I thought Kristen Stewart was going to win that one. I really did. But congrats to Jessica Chastain. Best Director went to Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, which is who I predicted to win. Best Original Song. I also said, don't bet against a James Bond movie and No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and Phineas won for that one. They also gave a really cool performance during the show. Adapted Screenplay also went to Coda. Best Original Screenplay went to Belfast. I knew Cruella would take it home for costume design. That costume design was so intricate and really made that movie. So I also loved the costume designer's speech when she went up to accept the award. And I know sometimes it's not the coolest award to give away on TV for somebody to win for costume design or sound design or anything like that. But it is cool to see people who work so hard on these movies behind the scenes get their moment to shine and while they're on TV, you may not know who they are, but just imagine if you worked on something for, you know, for so long and really have dedicated your entire life to this craft and you get to, you know, give a speech on one of the biggest stages on national television for something you love to do. Like, that's just a really cool moment. And I know we give the Oscars a hard time sometimes because they're not the most entertaining thing to watch or they highlight things that most people don't care about. But if you think about it in that way, think about how much this person has done to get to this point in their career. Just anything like costume design that we don't think really has any effect on a movie, it really does. So I enjoyed seeing that moment. International film went to Drive My Car, which I had as the favorite, ended up winning. Animated movie went to Encanto. Also had... Probably my favorite performance of the night was Megan Thee Stallion coming out and rapping a verse on that during We Don't Talk About Bruno. Visual effects went to Dune. Cinematography went to Dune. Dune pretty much cleaned up all the technical awards, which I saw them doing, although still justice for Spider-Man No Way Home for visual effects. Ariana DeBose won for Best Supporting Actress in West Side Story. Dune won for editing and the eyes of Tammy Faye won for makeup and hairstyling. I think the most surprising thing in regard to the awards given out is that Power of the Dog didn't win, 
like as many as I thought it was going to win. I wasn't surprised that Licorice Pizza didn't win for anything. I really thought it was just kind of a added thing that they were even nominated. The winner in my eyes of the entire night, though, was Coda. It won for all three Oscar nominations. It is the first movie made by a streaming service to win for Best Picture. Troy Kutsur was the second deaf actor to win an Oscar. There was just so much joy surrounding that movie. And every time they won, there was genuine just excitement on everybody's face. I feel like that's just such a good, strong team. When it won for Best Adapted Screenplay, the director talked about how hard it was just to get that movie made and all the difficulties that surrounded production. And they thanked Apple for kind of taking a chance on them. And I think they proved a lot by making that movie. They shed some light on a really important story. So I think even though they didn't win the most awards of the night, Coda, in my eyes, won the Oscars. So that has been my thoughts on the Oscars as of moments after it all happened. I will talk to you next year in my next Oscar special. Hopefully nothing crazy like that happens again. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Later. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.